I think I think as discussed on this uh, podcast, I'm more of a scat guy. Welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're you're here listening to me, Pete, and alongside me I have Ben. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. And no guests again this week. We're we're sort of neglecting them now, aren't we? I think <laughs> I think that's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, wow. that's a very fair point. That's, uh, <laughs> I, that's I, I'm joking, laced with truth. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Joking based on real events and experiences. Yes. Yeah. Understandably so. <laughs> Gonna get some messages sent now. Okay. Well, very appreciate hopefully. you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Gives us something else to talk about. They're uh, they're slander back at us. But uh, <laughs> but for this week we've got uh, we've got quite a lot of news. Um, and quite a lot of new releases. Well done, Ben. You're turning over a new leaf. I like it. I know. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, like it. Very good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I still can't format it, but fantastic work. Um, <laughs> we're going to take you through a bit of what we've been playing. And as a sort of a different take on a feature this week, we're, we're going to be talking really about the Road to E3 and the announcements that have been leading up to it this week, aren't we? And of course, that'll include Far Cry 6, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and uh, yeah, the other games that were announced this week. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been a big couple of days. Uh, just, yeah. just lots going on, I think. Um, and all the companies are trying to either get ahead of the game or prep for E3 or... Exactly. You know, it's less, less than two weeks to E3. Yeah. Um, of course, everything's coming out hard and fast with the news. Like, of course they do. They want to capitalise on it. Well, it's like E3 now is... It's, there, it's that kind of couple of days, but it's mm. also just a period now that Sony aren't there directly. <laughs> So yeah, so, yeah it's, uh, it's a wild west out there. Mm. And <laughs> I mean, speaking of E3, there was a there was a bit of news you wanted to kick us off with, wasn't there, Ben? Yeah, well, uh, it's, I suppose this one's a weird one because it's not quite news. <laughs> yeah, so okay. the, the big, but not quite news. Good yeah, start. Not, yeah, <laughs> not quite news. So it doesn't quite feature in the news section. Is uh, well, we're we're anticipating a new Nintendo Switch kind of Pro model is going to be announced um, before E3. So mm. any day now, really. There, I mean back end of uh probably last week and over the weekend people expected that maybe it might be friday saturday sunday might be announced um basically bloomberg came out of an article and uh said that this was going to happen before e3 which would enable certain developers to present at e3 and show their games on the latest kind of switch hardware in the, yeah. in the best possible light so it kind of makes sense um and then eurogamer also uh, published an article quoting the Bloomberg article, but uh, also uh, with their own sources as well, corroborating the story. So you got two fairly big, um, uh, big, big. Uh, well, I mean, news outlets there that they get it, they get it right, don't they? They don't, they don't generally get it wrong. Um, so I, I would assume they're on the money. Emily Rogers, Nate the Hate, the, all the leakers out there are kind of talking about the same thing and affirming the same information. So uh, it, it seems likely, but there are a few people out there. So there was like an inv- uh, there was like a conversation going on on Twitter and then on different podcasts. And uh, a guy called Modern Vintage Gamer, he's a dev at Night uh, Night Dive Studios and Limited Run Games. So he yeah. said he's heard literally nothing about this pro model. So you would, I don't know whether you'd expect everyone. Uh, 
all these developers to know about it but um mm-hmm. maybe it's just select ones or something but he said it's not due to nda or anything like that it's just he doesn't know about it so it could <laughs> just be one of those things that it just never happens like one of those you know one of those things that you're just so damn sure is going to happen like a certain game being shown or a certain like when e3 comes around as well everyone's got their like oh this is bound to happen thing yeah and yeah. just be one of those things that just doesn't happen but um the rumors about the specs for this um this pro model let's call it a pro mo- model um the screen would uh be slightly bigger just fit in the same kind of switch uh frame as as it is now but just without the bezels so it's slightly bigger and it would be an oled screen rather Mm -hmm. than the lcd screen so but they're still thinking that it'll be 720p but they think the upgrade from lcd to oled is going to be very very significant and i think the ps vita had a 540p oled screen and that was like amazing Uh, so oled screens are like uh, a big upgrade and i think a lot of people are welcoming that and don't see the need to have a 1080p screen in, yeah. in that kind of like seven inch kind of size mm. uh they're also thinking there'll be a new dock uh which will allow the 4k kind of enabling on the tv and with an ethernet cable because right now the the docks i don't think allow you to plug an ethernet cable directly into them so you have to use the the wi-fi for the switch right um bluetooth for third party accessories like headphones so currently you have to plug in headphones can't use bluetooth that's pretty much a no-brainer um better battery and possibly a processor upgrade but also the rumor is that it could just be an improved cooling system which allows them to overclock their current processor so either either way better performance but um it's 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 not going to be mind-blowing and Whatever happens, I I think it would be, I think it'd be good for them to announce it before E3 because I don't think it's going to be this significant upgrade that people think it could be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll want to capitalize on E3 if they can. And actually, just just from that summary there, do we think perhaps there's not going to be a processor upgrade, particularly because of the the shortages. Like, yeah. So- if they can overclock their current ones, which I'm sure they already have a lot of, is that not a better option to have a launch with than a new well, processor that you might not get for years? I think that could be a good point because the other rumor is that uh, it might be a staged uh, launch. So mm-hmm. Europe may actually be last in line. They're talking about September, October <laughs> time and Europe being at the latter side of that. So and you're going to order one from you're going to order one from japan aren't you ben yeah i think they're all universal aren't they um <laughs> yeah. but yeah it, it's it's one of those that this they they're going to be in short supply anyway yeah. um let alone with um all the problems that that sony and microsoft have been having getting parts for their um their console mm-hmm. so that'll affect the switch as well so um yeah, I think you make a good point. And if they can just overclock it, and if it's just an improved cooling system, then that would make sense. I mean, if it gets the same net result, should they really look at changing it? And, and the other yeah. argument of this is, why would they put something absolutely beasting in there? Um, because it's still going to play the old games as well. Like, yeah. the, the the other the old Switch still has to play these new Switch games. It's not... Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a, a replacement, yeah. Exactly. So they're looking at the price, supposedly rumoured to be... 350 to 399 dollars and phase out the old switch so uh looking in the same price range as as the switch but this um this is good news 
it's it's i mean it's again it's not quite news but yes yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's it's, it's good almost news it makes you think of all those football rumors you know the ones i mean where like yep. you get someone quoting marker who's then being quoted by the times who's then being quoted by something else and you're like how much was there to start with hmm. like yeah yes yeah, so right like that that's such a good point because bloomberg came out and hmm. said it you're a game of the writing article with the Bloomberg stuff, but they also corroborate it with their sources. But who are their sources? Are their sources just believing that they're right because Bloomberg said, like, it's this whole circle, isn't it? Yeah, it's like that, that cyclical media thing. Like, it's it's tricky. Um, and I mean, I'm I'm sure there is news upcoming about the Switch Pro. Like, I'm maybe. sure there is. But I, yeah. I did. I also heard that if Bloomberg hadn't come out with this article, we would have all just been going about our business and not <laughs> expecting anything. Yes. Yeah. So. so mm-hmm. It, so they, now yeah. they've racked up the expectations and yeah they, they they really have but yeah so, so I, I i'm hoping that before this podcast comes out it hasn't been announced <laughs> yeah. instantly make this uh, this uh out of date so Very but true. it's it's big almost news before we talk about the news mm. it may by tomorrow be proper news <laughs> who knows uh, <laughs> anyway so onto onto the real news um i'll, I'll kick us off have you guys Seen what's been happening around Three Kingdoms Total War? Tell me more. Um, <laughs> they've stopped um, stopped the updates, haven't they? They have, yeah. So mm. <laughs> that's been an interesting. Oh, see review situation. bombing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff here. So yeah, it's a pretty mixed bag for Three Kingdoms Total War right now. Obviously, Fates Divided, the most recent DLC, launched in March um, and was doing pretty well. That was the Chow Chow and Yuan Shao one I mentioned, Eddie. Um, right. It's that one. And the dev team update this week was that will be the last official DLC and that support has ended. And the fans went absolutely mad because in their eyes, since the DLC, there's a bunch of bugs, issues, etc. that haven't been resolved. Um, so being mature human beings, as we all are, they started <laughs> review bombing um, everything to do with three kingdoms oh, that's War. What everyone does these days that's In, great. indeed so pretty much every single part of 3k is now at like mostly negative they can't overcome the real ones uh. but they've done their best um and they even started having a go at warhammer total war 2 because <gasps> it's that bit of this is still getting support why aren't we you know and that and that's where you went what the fuck what i liked about this was that reddit also had the same view and came back and just started positively bombing Warhammer <laughs> <Total War> 2 uh, <laughs> to balance it back out so that they're still well reviewed, which is just one of those. This can only happen with the Internet as it is these days. Yeah. Um, but what everyone seemed to ignore amidst this was the fact that the dev team said all this while announcing they're working on a brand new game in the Three Kingdoms um, setting. Ooh. And they're looking to set themselves up as a completely separate team from the historical team in CA. So Creative Assembly, as I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, is basically three teams at the moment. There's the historical one, the total war, uh, sorry, the Warhammer one, and the sagas. Um, And these guys want to essentially split off from historical and be their own team doing Three Kingdom stuff. Hmm. That's what they're looking to do. And that seems to have just completely been ignored in all this, when that's really cool and could mean you get a better game in a year and a half's time. Oh, yeah. Is that that the reason? Is that the reason then that they're not doing... Like, they're basically saying, look, we're making a new game. Exactly, yeah. It's like, we're making a new thing, so we're moving our team away from support of the old one. Now, 
I also don't think it means they're not going to do anything at all. Like, I'm sure if there are still things to be patched from Fates Divided, they will get yeah. patched. Yeah. Um, and the whole point of their announcement really was to go, we're making a new game. This is going to be awesome. Um, and instead, they just got review bombed to hell. Um, it's just like, but what do people expect? I mean, they have supported it. They've mm. they've released DLC. They've released all the patches. The game runs. The game. The game. People like the game. It's not like the game doesn't work. Yeah. It's not like not like playing one of Eddie's fucking shit games on Steam. It, it actually <laughs> actually works. I couldn't think of a name. No, sorry, my bad. Awesome. <laughs> Kingdom <laughs> Kingdom uh, might have been a good one. <laughs> yeah, what, one of your banner lords or something. Um, banner lords. So, <laughs> that's a huge. Game. How's that? How's that trait system going, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Needed patching to fuck. It works. We literally <laughs> said a year ago that it's fine now. <laughs> yeah, but wh- wh- whatever. It's not like that. It's not like that mm. shitstorm. Garbage. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So they've got a, they've got a fully functioning game. What do people? Why do people? Why are people like this? I, I mean, <laughs> that is the thing. And I mean, don't get me wrong. If there are still issues with Fates Divided, then I'm sure they will get fixed anyway. Um, I don't know any game that CA have moved on from and just gone like, oh, well, it's like that. Soz, you know, if there's been a problem, they fix it. So, yeah, it just seems like a massive overreaction. And I really just don't get review bombing. I do not understand it. Like, what do you think you achieve? That's so annoying about the Warhammer 2 as well. uh, 3, isn't it? (laughs) That's so annoying. Because, like, imagine the people working on that game and they see that and they're like, Fuck's sake! Especially, I, I I suspect a lot of their bonuses are on these things, aren't they? Yeah, Didn't, didn't we find so. that out ages ago that their bonuses are worked around uh, think, Metacritic scores? I think stuff? Metacritic scores. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, but, but not, I mean, not user they're, ones they're, necessarily. Well, yeah, I'd not, imagine Steam would have a platform system yeah. for certain payment things based on reviews. Surely. Uh, well, um, they they may have an internal metric yeah. KPI that is based on Steam score for sure. Yeah. I won't be surprised at all. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, a bunch funny. of a bunch of short sighted people are just pissed off with one thing and decide to boot reviews in. If Reddit didn't exist, mm. then this wouldn't happen. Well I mean it, you say that, these things happen on Tumblr and Facebook and all over as well. Reddit's just the centre of it. Yeah, there'd always be another one. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. mean most most of it starts on 4chan somewhere anyway, doesn't it? Still so <laughs> Why do people have so much hate in their hearts? You've got to have something so hate and immediate then. hate. That's what I hate about this sort of shit. It's just literally just immediate. Where do I shout at someone? Oh, why don't you just take your time to read to the end of the article and you'll find out that actually they're creating a new team that will actually make your life a lot better. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to shout at someone now. Mm. Okay. All right. Go shout at someone. Also, I imagine at this point, everyone playing the game has so many mods on them, they can't really tell if it's bugs or mods anymore. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. Come so on. True. <laughs> so true. Yeah, especially whenever you see like what's you know when I type in like there's something wrong with my game, it's always can you screenshot what mods you're playing with? And it's like ah right, that's it. I've just downloaded a new mod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, anyway, a bit of a, a bit of a mixed reaction for uh, for Three Kingdoms this week to go with their now very mixed reviews. Uh, <laughs> so, are people celebrating that they're gonna probably get a new game? Anybody... Uh, not that not that I've seen. There hasn't right. been that much like Brilliant. awesome. There's gonna be another game. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's ridiculous. Like, but there is gonna they be another three kingdoms up, really. game. They yes. should have really kind of they, they should have started with that. Know. Yeah, probably not the best way to do marketing, but yeah, maybe I don't think the reaction is with... very fair. 
Anyway, which of you is going next? Eddie, there you go. All right, so Ben's news wasn't actual... He's got another news. Yeah, I've got another news, because that wasn't real news. That wasn't real news, yeah. He had his not-quite-news, and now he's got real news to follow. I'll keep up with this. Right, uh, mine is EA made $1.62 billion from Ultimate Team in its last financial year. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, And most of of that we know the source of. He plays golf with you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, not 1.62 billion. I mean, that's, that's, that's how wealthy do you think he's, he commi- is? he's committed like, beforehand, probably quite wealthy. Uh, yeah, yeah, not anymore. Um, so, um, yeah, that's the amount um, EA made in 2021, uh, final two year from Ultimate Team modes um, across last across the sports. Um, so that includes, um, well, it, I mean, we've got figures for FIFA, Madden, and F. NFL. However, FIFA apparently makes a substantial portion of that money, according to their figures. So, it, it sounds like it's, it's pretty much all FIFA. Um, so, as video game analyst um, Daniel Ahmad... Is it Ahmad? No, Ahmad. Daniel Ahmad. He's quite famous. But the oh, is he? Oh, well, there <laughs> yeah. we go. Uh, I thought I was being, uh, you know, quite good there, but... Uh, <laughs> no, quite the reverse, back. but we'll move um, on. <laughs> <laughs> Very famous guy, but don't worry about it yet. I'm calling him Ahmad, all right? Right, so uh, revealed on Twitter, ultimate team across FIFA, Madden, and NFL. So he's put the financial years. Um, I mean, this year, 1.62. Last year, 1.49. But if you go back, I mean, the the fucking increase is insane. Down, back in 2015, it was 587 million. And now in 2021, it's 1.62 billion. Um, so, uh, net revenue from Ultimate Team represented 29% of EA's total net revenue during the fiscal year 2021, which was 5.5.6 uh, billion. That's crazy. Make- that yes, is, that's crazy. I know, I know, it's their big cash cow. But one, yeah. the, what's interesting, what you say there is, 2021 was up from 2020 or 2020. It's been a steady rise, but yeah. I, I thought it kind of had like plateaued. But by those figures that you're going there yeah, yeah. over the last three years it's pretty much risen linearly like oh. like a small a small rise each year uh, 1.62 billion in 2021 and in 2015 587 million i mean ultimate team really kicked in um it well it must have been around 2015 it really kicked in but it is it's so addictive is it, we've yeah. talked about we did a whole feature on it once didn't we i mean it's just uh microtransactions and stuff but it, yeah. it's crazy addictive but i did think that less people and it's probably because i've taken myself out of it i know you played it eddie uh yeah. in this in this latest one but you didn't spend a penny but um i i thought it kind of plateaued if anything but maybe it's things like twitch and stuff like that they keep it alive don't they because streamers mm-hmm. open packs and things like that yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you see, um, some some um, streamers literally just do that, don't they? They literally just open packs all the time, and they obviously get their money from donations and stuff, and they literally spend the whole time opening packs. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not one to question people watching different streamers and stuff because the streamers that I watch, people must think, well, why would you watch them? Um, but I I don't. I, <laughs> Have I don't you been watching your hot tub parties again, Ben? Have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why would you watch them? Um, but I I don't. 
I don't understand why some one people watching FIFA is quite boring. I mean, if you've ever been around a mate's house when you're drinking and you're just waiting for your turn to play, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> what I don't see the point in watching somebody play FIFA. And two, watching them open packs, like I don't, I'm not going to get excited <laughs> if they get fucking shiny Van Basten. Like I don't give a fuck. Like so, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But people love it. They absolutely love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and I mean, you've seen the money they're making. It's, it's, it's insane, isn't it? Um, well, this yeah. is scared the shit out of EA with all the laws and stuff like that. that yeah, protect- yeah, yeah. That, well, that's the first part, and then there was actually the second part, which um, I mean, we've talked about microtransactions. Um, so basically, there's uh, loads of legal things going on, even with the UK government. Um, in the Netherlands, they've um, kind of slapped some big uh, laws down. So um, mm. yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it, knowing that governments are kind of putting things into place uh, for a start it'd be interesting to see how how rigorous the laws are going to be when these are implemented but also what would that mean for fifa's ultimate team especially now they know that my god is it uh, their biggest cash cow so <laughs> yeah does it be interesting it, do do we know or do we not know yet whether it means that anything in that anybody in that country that wants to play ultimate team has to be over 18 is that the rule or is it that you can't actually have that at all in the game in that country? I mean, I don't know how problematic this is going to get for EA. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I haven't done the research on that either to know what the ruling actually was. Um, no, but no, no. it'll be interesting to see as it develops. Like, I'm sure it will become so, more apparent. Um, I'll read out the uh, the Dutch one. EA um, also points out that it is involved with a legal proceeding around its loot boxes. In April 2018, the Netherlands Gaming Authority declared FIFA Ultimate Teams loot boxes contravene the Dutch Betting and Gambling Act. On 15th of October 2020, the District Court of The Hague affirmed the NGA's decision. EA appealed the District Court's order and the NGA's decision is suspended through the appeals process. So, obviously it's still going on until you know EA are just yeah. going to drag that shit out as long as they fucking can but i reckon well i don't know it might mean that loot boxes are completely taken off it might mean in 18 um mm. well i guess i guess if it's if it's classified as gambling then maybe you'll just have a you have to prove you're 18 um yeah maybe because that's always worked with these sort of things yeah <laughs> yeah that'll uh, yeah that'll be superbly effective i'm sure um <laughs> don't know what we're yeah. talking about, mate. You kind, of, you kind of have to prove you're 18 by putting a credit card on to buy the stuff in the first place, right? <laughs> like, surely, or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it's <laughs> well, I'm, all, I'm all meant. I'm sure none of us went to 18 films when we were under 18. Like, no, that no, was yeah. never a thing, right? That was always no, no. A, complete, a complete red light. You knew you weren't. De- getting it, definitely right? weren't yeah. playing Grand Theft Auto when you were 12. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never considered so. that. No. I bet mean, you're responsible. I was playing Animal Crossing then. <laughs> Absolutely, of course you were. Back on the GameCube, lovely game, <laughs> lovely game. Glad you brought it up, Eddie. Good oh, memories. Dear God. Um, so my my news story. Uh, I think this one's a, a really good one uh, for listeners. So, um, game in the UK. So only if you're a listener in the UK. And uh, <laughs> apologies, apologies for the uh, the American listeners that we do have and other listeners around the world, France yeah. and such. <laughs> Um, but Game UK, they uh, if you trade in your Xbox One, PS4, or Nintendo Switch, you can get significant savings on getting an Xbox Series S. So um, if you trade in one of those, you will at least get that Series S down to £100. Mm. But if you trade in 
a ps4 pro or a um a better xbox then you can get it down to 50 pounds and if you trade a nintendo switch it goes down to 40 pounds so we're talking anywhere between 40 pounds and 100 pounds for a series s now for people who have an xbox out there who want to upgrade yeah um and they're not sure that they're going to be able to afford a series x now one series x's are really hard to come by i, I had a look last night um they're not because i was going to buy one uh, yeah. I, no, no, I've already yeah. got this. There I've already go. got this. But, but um, uh, yeah, if you didn't think you were going to go down that route, but you knew you were going to get a new console eventually, this, this, I think it's up until the 14th of June. So you have two weeks where you can trade in your current Xbox that you own and get get a fucking Series S for um, a hundred pound or less. Now, <clears throat> the Series S is a wonderful piece of kit. Like it's really really good. Now obviously it's the diskless version. Um, it only comes up with, uh, with a 500 gig hard drive, um, but you can plug in external hard drives and all that kind of stuff. But it really is a superb bit of kit because you get Game Pass and everything as well. Um, it's like I do think it's a no-brainer for an Xbox owner um, mm. who is looking to upgrade soon. Um, it, this is the cheapest way you're going to be able to do it in the next two weeks. <laughs> and it's something it, i mean it's something that maybe you might consider ready i suppose um it, yeah i'm 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 actually on the website right now after reading this <laughs> yeah didn't even finish you finishing it you know what the, the one thing that i did think though is i quickly looked down at my xbox now and i've got like 12 cd games there and i'm like oh am i just gonna have to trade them all in then that's a bit of a bummer but yeah apart from that that's yeah, incredible i and it's getting to that point where I'm seeing these new games coming out and I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm watching the showcases and I'm seeing how fucking stunning they're looking. And I'm like, that won't look like that on the Xbox one. I'll have another fucking, you know, furry ass cyberpunk piece of shit. <laughs> the thing is, so, like, you know, our, our ones, Eddie, like our ones and the one that you now have, Pete, the, the day one, yeah. basically the day one, 2013 Xboxes. They, yeah. I mean, they're workhorses. There's no denying they are yeah. granddaddy workhorses, but they, they're not good. Then, like they're not good anymore they things don't look good on them i remember uh, when i got my pc and i was playing warzone on the pc and i had it running on in the background on my old xbox as well just to see what it looked like and my god it was like it's like night and day it was like uh, it's like psp quality <laughs> but it looked it looks so bad on on the old xbox you just don't realize what you get one of these new ones and you say oh that's so good Mm. Um, so yeah uh, but uh so series s's are you can get hold of them because i also had a look on amazon for those last night just to check that they were in stock they are in stock everywhere so um it looks like you can go down to game you should be able to literally get your hands on one quite <laughs> quickly so uh yeah but uh, again apologies to <laughs> listeners not from the uk <laughs> which is a lot of people yeah, so actually it's about, it's about 50 percent of the audience oh, <laughs> nothing for you guys but you can have the not quite news i gave you earlier yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> look forward to that one um so on to new releases this mm. week i think last week we missed um biomutant that one we, came we out last did. week we definitely missed out i mean it's been everywhere this week um <laughs> I've seen reviews everywhere. I've seen everyone playing it. Um, and I'm glad I didn't realise it was coming out because I'm glad was, I didn't buy it. <laughs> wasn't that the week you did really good prep on the new release? Yeah, I did loads of prep. <laughs> loads of prep, think, man. All the prep in the world. You missed the biggest game mm. of the week. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah yeah i did but um but it's uh it's not done that well in reviews it turns out yes um yeah. it's got a around about 62 percent of metacritic Ooh. yeah so Shit. I'm, I'm seeing there was a hell of a lot of hype for this game a hell of a lot of hype um and for those who don't know, it's described as, I've written it down somewhere, it's an open world, post-apocalyptic, kung fu fable RPG. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically like a cartoony um, type RPG open world game. Um, I think it's very kid friendly. I think it's one, I mean, I watched Worth a Buyer's review and he basically said it would be great for like uh, a early teenager yeah right um like easy but progressive a bit repetitive but it's got every everything that might appeal to that type of age group i think Mm. a lot of people were expecting a hell of a lot more from this game i think um people people have been saying that it's almost like it it builds up it hypes up its own story like it's something really grand but actually it's very basic um (laughs) and it it's very repetitive and uh it, it doesn't do anything doesn't doesn't do a lot of what it promises that it could do um so that sucks well yeah well it doesn't it doesn't because again that's reviewers saying that kind of stuff but when you actually go on twitter like the buzz about this game is still high and i don't know whether that's just like people trying to keep it high because they were so pumped for it or whatever Mm. but a lot of people do like this game um yeah not something that i I'm really interested in after seeing reviews though to be honest yeah this is the thing the concept is pretty cool and i mean i'm sure you've all seen the the key um what's it called the main marketing image which is basically rocket yeah, yeah. from guardian of the galaxy yes. yeah absolutely um a few hundred years before tech wise or do you remember that character in ice age 3 the um the weasel that's like oh yeah uses a weapon uh, it, yeah he's like a blend two. of those two characters um mm. like so it's one of those things where you're like this in concept this could be really good but it's got a six out of ten on steam as well so it's pretty consistently across the board saying it's a it's a 60 game i think it's consistent across reviewers as well the only Mm. people i've heard talk about it a lot of people on twitter seem to be it's kind of that like pathetic moaning of like oh well if you love a game it's okay (laughs) well sure if you like it play it like but people i don't know it's just a bit people get a bit pathetic when games get bad review scores and they tr- still try and like big it all up it's like yeah if you like it play it yeah <laughs> that's it you don't have to moan about how people are hating on a game like or how review scores are saying it's bad because objectively it may be bad but subjectively to you it might be okay wait is this a, is this another review bombing situation is that what we've got here <laughs> <laughs> it's like an anti-review bomb <laughs> yeah. it's like a pathetic oh it's okay really hmm. um but yeah uh i'm i'm i'll take a hard pass on that one i think um <laughs> and, you, and you know that says a lot seeing as you will literally buy anything even vaguely related to a game that's played that is that is yeah. true sir that is true. <laughs> um so this week we've got a, we've got a few to go through which i've um before, mm-hmm. which i've looked at so a uh, big one which came out i think I'm, i think it came out today or yesterday necromunda yeah. hired gun um pc xbox and playstation it basically it looks like doom um it's a frantic kind of shooter yeah it's for it's 40k doom it's 140k yeah. doom yes that's, it's, that's what yes, it is yeah. yes yeah. so and it looks quite good in in principle it's got six out of ten reviews basically across the board again though mm. um but uh 
I've also seen it running on the Series S, which it's Series S and X enhanced, and it runs like dog shite. Like yeah. <laughs> it's frame dropping all the time. It needs serious patching. So if you are interested in this game, either check reviews to make sure it works well, works well on your platform, mm-hmm. um, or wait for a couple of patches because it does look really good though. It does, yeah. it does actually look like a good a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's really suffering from performance stuff at the moment. Yeah, that's that one. Um, also today, uh, Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood DLC came out on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got the uh, game called Operation Tango, which is free on PS Plus this month. We'll move on to that later, but it's on it's on all of them: Xbox, PC, uh, Xbox, um, PlayStation, PlayStation Four, PC, everything. Uh, it's a co-op spy puzzle adventure. Um, where you play two of you, uh, one's like the hacker and one's the operative. So one's the person like telling the operative what to do. The operative's the guy doing doing the actual spy stuff. It looks way too co-opy for my liking and not something that I'd actually enjoy. I haven't really got to play that type of thing with. No no friend would be willing to do that. So uh, <laughs> I am not interested. Um, but if you are, it is free on PS Plus this month. Only on PS5 though, not on PS4 for for um, PS Plus. Um, The next one, I was really surprised by. It's called Stonefly. So out today, it's out on everything, including Switch. Um, It's like a really nice-looking action-adventure game, but it's a a mech game as well. It's like this really lovely graphical style. It almost gives that kind of like Wind Waker feels. Yeah, Um, I see what you mean. I don't Mm. know really how to describe it, but uh, it just looks really good. It's 15 quid on Steam. Mm. Um, yeah, I. Uh, Those are good. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just, I was surprised. I, I had, yeah, it's one to check out. though Stonefly. Um, if anybody mm. fancies looking at something a bit different, um, then there's Super Animal Royale um, <laughs> coming to Xbox today. It's a 64-player frenetic uh, top-down 2D battle royale where where murderous animals fight tooth. Uh, claw a machine gun across an abandoned <laughs> safari park. I mean, oh, this, mm. this 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 sounds like it could be awful, but it's been on Steam in early access since 2018, and it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews. Wow. <laughs> so, so uh, super animal ba- uh, super animal royale coming to Xbox today. Check it out. Fantastic. Uh, then we have. Um, I mean, that one just reminds me of what they called the the animals in South Park. The forest friends. Oh yeah, the critters. That just oh, makes yeah. me think. Yeah, of yeah. yeah. It kind of does it, for me, it was kind of like get those conquer bad, uh, conquers bad fur day kind of uh, feels, um, with animals going mm. crazy and shooting each other mm. with machine guns. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, if you're interested, it's on Xbox now. Um, Fantastic. Uh, this one's a big one, isn't it? World of Warcraft, uh, the burning, uh, the burning crusade classic PC. Today. Yeah, this is that is a that is a pretty big one in terms of. Uh, MMOs, isn't it? Like, well, this is the, the one that when Eddie and I did the show on our own, we kind of mm, completely looked. hatchet jobbed it. Yeah. So do you mm-hmm. tell us yeah. about that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a pretty simple one. It's the first proper expansion to original World of Warcraft, um, re-released for Classic. So, yeah, it's going to be absolutely massive. It's one of the best expansions there was. I place it second personally overall, um, but for a long time, I'd probably have had it as the best one. It's yeah, got, I've seen loads of uh, news articles saying is it the best of all time. So yeah, yeah that, I, I mean, a lot of people think it. Things like the PvP and the raiding stuff, it was probably mm. the best time for it. Um, 
following into the next one as well, Wrath of the Lich King. But as we talked about last, I think it was last week, Wrath of the Lich King stands a little bit apart for me because it tied back into the Warcraft RPGs mm. um, and strategy games. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be an incredible game. And if I could have been bothered to level a character, I would definitely be playing it. Yeah, I know um, you were thinking about that, weren't you? Yeah, I got to like level 25 and then was just like, I need to do the whole social side again. And ugh. Yeah, but for a mighty seven pounds, you can get auto leveled, can't you? Is it only seven pounds? I've made that's that pretty up. Pretty good, actually. Oh, yeah. Fuck's sake. I made that if, up. I mean, if it's seven pounds, then I might. I, think, well I don't know. I don't know. I, I had it out of nowhere. I, I don't know. <laughs> that could have been in the memory banks. Why seven? Why? Why did you go seven? B seven. You don't know. You don't know. It's not. Nor do you. But you're the one who's put it out there. I thought it might be seven pounds, so I said it. <laughs> so for seven pounds or another sum of money, you can also level. Yep. But, <laughs> yeah. or another sum of money right yes you can yeah. auto level so don't be afraid <laughs> of all, guys um right, the next game on the list is hoko life that's mm. uh, on pc now uh, this game i've just noted um it's in early access and it looks like animal crossing so if you have loved animal crossing like many of us did um if you loved animal crossing and you've got your animal crossing uh fill but you want something else which is just like it on pc hoko life is coming out tomorrow mm. it looks absolutely horrendous <laughs> it's unforgivable well it's, it is early access eddie oh right brilliant now <laughs> in that case right um the next one now it, it this was so this was a hell of a lot different from what i expected it's called the magnificent truffle pigs it's on PC. <laughs> on the 3rd of June. Why do we let Ben choose the games? Uh, really, every week we regret this. <laughs> right, this sounds shit, right? But, I mean, it actually is a bit. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a first-person romantic metal-detecting game. Um, <laughs> I, I expected something a lot different from this game. Anyway, it looks like it's got really strong voice acting and good narrative, so... Uh, there we go. Uh, next two games, cycling games. <laughs> we've got, uh, we've got. You know what's really annoying, Pete? Is I actually looked at the the things when it, when I saw this. It looks gorgeous. It it's looks a pretty game, isn't it? Beautiful. <laughs> it's it trailer. Stunning. It's trailer. It's great. <laughs> it looks great. It really does. Oh, no. We're all going to be reviewing the magnificent truffle pigs next week, aren't we? It's really good, and and actually the voice acting in the trailer was like great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you know, um, Eddie, I've heard you can change the name of the game to something less embarrassing for seven pounds. <laughs> just seven pounds. Seven pounds. Just seven pounds. <laughs> oh, or another sum of money. We don't know. Yeah. Or an arbitrary amount of money. Yes. Or anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Pro Cycling Manager 2021. And uh, keep on rolling them out, don't they? <laughs> and it's the same developer. It's Cyanide Studios. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're still going. So well, that, in a few months' time, we'll have what was the other the one? Warhammer they do? The Warhammers, yeah. They've got to combine them, man. I, I will pay seven pounds sterling for a Warhammer <laughs> cycling game. I really will. Yeah, but this that actually would be worth it. I, I, I checked it out, and the 2020 version of this Pro Cycling Manager it got nine out of ten on Steam. Mm. Like, uh, that, yeah, so that, was, that was the other one I liked about this. It's not just brutal Warhammer games. They made a game called Call of Cthulhu, which is like the Lovecraftian horror story games as well. Yeah, that came out, that came out last year, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
no, a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago. Now. <sighs> a couple of years but, ago. Oh no, it oh came out Switch last year. Yeah, it got ported mm. to Switch last year. Yeah, but like they either they've got two separate teams or those guys multitask in a way that yeah. is just <laughs> frankly ridiculous. It's like me with computer games. Like I, I sometimes feel first person, but then most of the time I play strategy. It, maybe it's them. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, Warhammer. You know what? I'm getting a bit water, Warhammer. I'll do a cycling game. Nice and peaceful yeah. cycling yeah, you game. You know, the pro cycling manager is just their palate cleanser. Yes, they're palate cleanser, exactly. Yes, that's, that's what they're that's what they're working on. Just in their, you know, their, that's their early afternoon game they work on. Lovely. So, While the sun's out. Absolutely yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, Tour de France 2021 comes out as well on all the platforms apart from Switch on 3rd of June. Um, then there's a game. This one got me. Uh, it's called Winds of Change. Uh, it's been on Steam for a while. It's coming out on Switch again. This got a nine out of ten on Steam. Uh, everything seems to get nine out of ten on Steam. Um, it's a point-and-click <laughs> adventure is... game. But mm. the, the bit that got me on this was that it says inspired by Mass Effect and Dragon Age. It definitely, what? definitely doesn't look like those. Um, yeah. In what way was I, this inspired? But as in the person that created it likes Mass Effect. Uh, I mean, I think. I think it's in the uh, dialogue choices, but I think that's it. Uh-huh. Um, it's a click adventure game. So um, anyway, it's got multiple endings, shape the world, blah, 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 whatever. Um, then we've got um, DC <laughs> Superhero Girls, which was from that Nintendo Direct that we did ages ago. Do you remember, Eddie? <laughs> um, anyway, it's based on a TV series, I think. It's a very niche audience. Uh, it's a kid's game, so whatever. Uh, but if you've got kids who like that TV show on the Switch, then there you go. Um, Evergate is coming out on PS5 on 4th of June. It's a haunting 2D puzzle platformer. 8 out of 10 on Steam. So I guess not everything gets out. None out of 10 on Steam. Um, so Evergate. Oh, that's a shame. This one looks quite good. I reckon people like this. Evergate? Yeah. I haven't actually done any looking at Evergate yet. Yeah, no, Pete, I reckon you'll like it. It, it looks quite nice. looks quite uh, quite well done. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll have a look. What's the, what's the um, Ori? It, yeah, it's like, you're, you're it looks like Ori. because it looks like a similar character to Ori, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, the whole gameplay is like the same as Ori, really. And it, it mm, looked like enough. the music was quite nice. Yeah, I, I thought it looked all right. Awesome. I'll take a look. Yeah. I'm glad uh, you haven't taken a look, even though we're doing the show right now. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I saw yeah. how many reaches Ben had put on here. Yeah, yeah, well, there, are, there aren't that many big games. There aren't that many big. I mean, the but next I one, just though, guys. Checked out. The, the next one is called The Last Kids on Earth and the Staff of Doom. Yeah, you, you see why I checked out. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, that that one <laughs> that one is literally a kid zombie game, so don't don't bother oh, checking wow. that one out. But the next one, a uh, sci-fi horror roguelike called The Persistence, uh, which is quite famous, I think. I will, I will, I will say this, uh, Pete, about Ben's choices is what annoys me is he has. The reason why I've gone through everyone is because like one in like four are actually really good ones, and he doesn't <laughs> even put them in. Like this one looks quite good, and he's yeah, went it, it yeah, three quarters good. of the way through the fucking spree sheet. So I think he does it on purpose. So we go, oh, actually, maybe it is worth checking everyone. <laughs> I know Eddie checks everyone, which is great. Yeah, because I do have some absolute dross in there. Yeah, I, I, I once did, but the sheer amount of dross just yeah, like, absolute <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's the enhanced version for Xbox, uh, PC, and PS5. The Persistence, um, a sci-fi horror roguelike, which I hadn't uh, hadn't played before, but it's out on the fourth of June. And the final one, um, this one's called Sniper Ghost Warriors Contracts Two. I mean, it's quite a mouthful. Um, uh, that, 
that, that immediately makes me, you know, when companies add like executive onto a title just to make yes. it sound a bit more, it's that one is just literally we've combined four words that we think will make people think we're yeah. cool. Like, <laughs> it's, it's words that people associate with Tom Clancy because this is <laughs> yes. a tactical shooter, it's a sniper game. It basically looks like Ghost Recon. Um, they now my notes here said the first one was obviously good enough that they made a second one, I guess. So <laughs> this is <laughs> so I'm sure it's got some some clout to it, but yeah, it definitely looks like a Tom Clancy game. But it's a sniper, ghost, warrior, contract. They just sound like four words. Just yeah, that the, have the, the completely separate words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's out on uh, on everything bar Switch as well. Um, okay. PS Plus games this month for Star Wars Squadrons, Virtua Five, uh, Virtua Fighter Five, and again that Operation Tango. Mm. So, uh, that's good. And Game Pass, we've got Wild at Heart and For Honor coming on the third, so two days time. And we've also got Darkest Dungeon coming on the 10th to game pass yes indeed yeah. pretty cool that'll be wicked I, I don't really know anything about called backbone on the 8th so <laughs> um, which one's this oh this one looks quite cool yeah what is the recent trend i mean we, i think we've had three of these games literally that you've talked about uh, are with animals as, that, as yeah several of them there it seems to be a, a thing now is this the thing that we all just agreed to? Just anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, animals playing humans. Yes. Yeah, it's just a thing that we do now. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Eddie, Eddie, the fairies have taken over, man. Just accept it and move on with your life. See, ever since Cyberpunk, man. (laughs) I think. I think as discussed on this uh, podcast, I'm more of a scat guy, so I'm not into the fairies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got that. I'm sure there's an overlap in that Venn diagram somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> probably well, one best left unexplored. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, that, okay, so is that the full summation, Ben? Is that I every think, game? I think, I think Eddie's got one. Eddie put Ooh. a note, didn't he? I think Eddie. Oh put a note. yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. After all, it's so much shit that you have to wade through. A lot of drops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you already pisses games. me off, Pete. I mean, fifty percent of those games, those games were horrendous, mm. and he's missed out going medieval which which for our listeners it, it looks incredible it looks really, really good it's like a colony sim it's it's literally Rimworld, but looking a lot better um and their road closer up fantastic. as well yeah yes exactly yeah closer up um you've got different le- uh, levels um which even comes yeah i can see ben highlighting it on yeah. the fucking thing okay. <laughs> brilliant so i fucking researched 15 of his he doesn't research the one i put you know what never mind never mind we'll, we'll go to it but store it, that it, anger ready <laughs> <laughs> it's in early access and it, it looks fantastic and their roadmap is is amazing their roadmap mm. is is uh is, is look like this game will be i mean it already looks great it looks fantastic yeah it, um, it reminds me sort of of what i'd have hoped would have happened with age of empires 2 if they'd carried that on yes, you know what i mean yeah, that's yeah, how it makes me cool, that's what it makes me think of as opposed to going into age of empires 3 and muskets and everything this mm. kind of looks like the way i'd have liked them to take it it looks really cool it What's does it? yeah and their roadmap is fantastic as i said mm. it, it's, it's it looks like it's going to bring in all the kind of cool things that rimworld has but it's just going to be more realistic because it's not going to look like cartoony it, it, yeah it, it, it could be it could be amazing if they get the support behind it uh they could even go further than rimworld so i'm really really i, I think i'll get this on the first uh, first sale that comes out even, even first sale not first day no, <laughs> God, <laughs> no, jesus 
Is this because I'm I've typed it in? Is this a new platform it's coming to? Because it, does it say initial release date tenth of August twenty twenty? Is that a different game or? No, it came out today. Um, let me let me get it up on Steam. It, it released early access today, so um, I did it. Oh, okay. Here we are going medieval. Uh, yeah, first of June. Literally yeah. came out today. Is it ten percent off? Yes, that's right. All oh, right, I see. Yeah, it. Fair yeah. sale, Nidhi. Nice one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. First sale. You think I'm going to get a game on 10%? 10%, 10% isn't a sale. Come <laughs> on, now. No, that's, I don't even that's... have, on my, on my wish list, I have 50% or more. Don't even notify <laughs> me if it's not that. So oh, yeah. it, The weather effects do actually look quite cool. Yeah, the snow looks cool. It looks yeah. very cool, and like I, I even I flirted with danger by typing in like, um, does it matter if your archers are higher up? And it's like, yes, it has damage and accuracy bonuses. I'm like, those little those little details, and and the buildings look gorgeous. Like you can build a full on castle like ten stories mm-hmm. up, and yeah, this could be this could be something. Yeah, and it, it is one of those. I mean, you have to forgive early access games a few things. So like the movement in this is a bit comical. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are a few cards. Yeah, that could be that could be a design it, choice. Yeah, so. it, it could very much be, and it could also be something that grows on you the moment you play it. Um, but yeah, I think there's quite a lot of promise behind this one. Um, there is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Tidy. Mm-hmm. There you go. That was the yes, game I had. There one. we go. The best. The best one of all. Um, the best one of all. Of yeah, I mean, save World of Warcraft Classic, which I'm downloading the update to in the background. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll see if it is seven pounds, Ben. And if so, I'll be reviewing it. I re- yeah, I seven reckon- pounds. Ben said it was seven pounds, so it's seven pounds. I reckon it's seven if pounds. any of our listeners have to pay any more than seven pounds, then just um, put the invoice into at grumpygamers.com. Nothing to do with our social media. <laughs> no, if you want to do it, send it to Ben's bank details and he'll just count it as another write off for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, At least that one will be bloody message. well spent. <laughs> Well, it's it's almost time to go on to what we've been playing, but uh, but just before we do, I would like to clarify a point with you there, Ben. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the uh, the dark portal pass, which is yeah. what you were so nicely. Oh, the uh, seven pounds. The seven pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seven yeah, pound it's, bargain. It's, it's five times that. It's yeah, 30, did I not? It's thirty-five pounds. Did yeah. I not say it would, you'd have to do it five times? <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Don't give that, you a get out by saying it's a oh, multiple did, of your. Did I not? <laughs> did I not say you had to do it for? Oh, that's my bad. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, thirty-five. Just, just to clarify nice. for anyone, you don't pay seven pounds five times. It's one thirty-five pound lump sum. <laughs> oh yeah. You, yeah. Of course, you're paying a lump sum. You're paying a lump sum. Who wouldn't? Who? Would, it'd be ridiculous not to do that in a lump sum. Is thirty-five pounds. You know what's ah. great? We clarify this podcast as like a gaming news podcast. Mm. And you spit shit like seven pounds <laughs> out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought I remembered us talking about this. <laughs> and um, the figure of seven pounds had just stuck there. Such that an is, arbitrary figure as well. It's a massively <laughs> arbitrary. And would have been yeah, not ten. Cheap. You went for seven. Yeah, <laughs> would have been so good though. Pete, if you could get that for seven pounds, you'd do oh, it, though, wouldn't you? I'd be so happy if I could get it for seven pounds. Maybe we yeah, should tell their marketing people and tell them <laughs> <laughs> they seven pounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You sell it at that, you get at least one more sale. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. And I that would balance out the five people. Yeah. And <laughs> to be fair, even then, when it came up saying seven pounds, I'd be there going like, ah, maybe I'll wait for a sale. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Of course. But... Now we will move on to what we've been playing. Cool. Because for one thing, I've actually um, I've, I've played a different game. 
Oh, what a treat. I know, I know. I mean, it's one I've played before, but only for like 20 minutes, so that didn't count. Um, <laughs> so it's it's a game called Lost Ember. Um, have either of you heard of it? Yes, yeah. I thought about buying it on the Switch once upon a time, I think. Quite honestly, Ben, I think, I think you probably should. Uh, I think it's a game you'd probably like. Eddie, I, I'm not even going to wait for you. I've already looked it up. Well, nice. nice. It's in my history. Oh. Mm. I don't think it's your type of game, Ed, I'll be honest. No. Um, but, yeah, I didn't expect it really to be mine too much. Um, I mean, the tagline I wrote down for this is lesbians raging, raging against the machine and animal mind control combine. So what? you what? can tell it's a bit indie, can't you? Um, but, no, it's a really interesting little indie adventure game. So you're... You essentially play the role of like guiding a spirit and that spirit takes the possession of animals, um, which you then control to get through the environment. But it's absolutely stunning. The movement is really well done. So you have an awful lot of fun just exploring. And while the story is, again, it's a bit minimalist, it's quite nicely told and quite well voice acted all the way through. So, yeah, it, it kind of comes together nicely. And I really enjoyed it. I ended up playing it in two sittings and finishing the whole thing um, without looking at another game in between. So, yeah, I mean, a really enjoyable little experience and a lot less mental than Genesis Noir, even though mm. that was also a good experience. Yeah, so um, is, is, this, is this something you're getting into now, these little indie games? Uh, in a sense, yeah. I mean, I've always liked indie games to an extent. So, I mean, you look back at the past and it's like Dwarf Fortress, Kerbal Space Program, Hollow Knight, um and obviously more recently things like hades um so if i see a game i like it doesn't really bother me if it's indie or not mm. and i tend not to look too much at game length assuming the price isn't much um so with these i've i like the little bite-sized ones they're quite handy and when you're playing when your main series of games are things like grand strategy or colony sims or that type mm. of stuff like having a decent short game in there is a really nice thing to do. So yeah, it, it was a really good, really enjoyable experience to be. I, th- um, I think, I think along these kind of lines, the um, one that I'd recommend to you, uh, which I think it's like, it's like two quid anywhere that you try and, but it may even be on game pass. Um, mm. Oxen free. Yeah, I know of Oxenfree. I've had and that because, on, on a wish list for ages. Yeah, and because <laughs> the new one's coming out soon, it's a brilliant game. It's mm. a really, really good game. Um, and uh, you have you played A Night in the Woods, or have you just? Um... I messed around with A Night in the Woods. I wouldn't yes. say I played it properly. Yeah, so Oxenfree is a bit like that, um, mm. but it's uh, it's it's a really excellent game, and the new one's coming out. So if you can pick it up for a couple of quid, I'd really recommend because it's a nice. Again, it's like a nice four hour kind of four or five hour game yeah Um, and and that's it and i mean i probably will pick up another one like that um because they are good fun so actually yeah i'll you've reminded me to check out oxen free again that's a that's a very good idea that's the supernatural thriller type isn't it yes yeah yeah yeah. so that'll be fun um but yeah i mean for this one the bit that got to me really was the flying to be honest that was the bit where i was like i like this this is fun so i mean not the first one the first flying thing you can get is like a duck of some kind yeah, and their flying is terrible. But when you get to the actual birds, it's wicked. Like, it's really fun. I don't um, know. Ducks can uh, fly in that big V circle, can't they, Ben? And they they fly all the way down south, don't they, Ben? Yep. 
yeah, in, in this game, they're, they're very limited, though. So, um, peep, 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 yeah, no, Ben doesn't know the difference between a duck and a goose. And Look, or a swan or any other. Well, bird that doesn't, kind, I mean, yes, there's no yeah. reason to bring that up here. Yeah. This game would be confusing, Ben, wouldn't it, for you? This would imagine, be... imagine if we put Ben in a situation where he had to read, swim, and pick out birds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who told you what all these birds were, but not everyone knows. Literally, the British school system does that for you, Ben. It's like one of the fundamental things. And I am an indictment of that system. <laughs> you are definitely an indictment of something. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, to go back to the actual game, it's it's a lot of fun. The animals are really interesting, like good designs. The wolf you play as most of the time is visually stunning like it looks great um it does look great doesn't it yeah it's it's really really cool and the way it runs is awesome as well like just moving through the terrain is a really fun way to spend time so yeah it's i mean if you can get it for a reasonable price it's well worth playing for anyone but i imagine ben would get a lot more legwork out of it than eddie would did you play on pc pete i did yeah with uh with your with your controller oh right yeah i bet it i bet it looked lovely actually on pc it did, yeah. And the reason I gave it up last time is because I picked it up, I think, uh, March last year um, and was using mouse and keyboard at that point. And it's it it does gain something hugely in a similar way to Ori does by having a controller. Um, mm, yeah, but even if you're on PC, I mean, it looks fantastic on PC, but with a controller, it's just so much better. Yeah, yeah. Mm. get that. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I was doing this as well to break up time in Warhammer Total War again. Um, which I think I mentioned to you, Ben, I now realize I have to give up. Yeah, you did. You did mention this. Yeah. And Eddie, so you're well aware of the modding scene for Warhammer Total War. Oh, yeah. So there's a set of Chaos Invasion uh, mods that make it more difficult. Okay. And oh, this... no, I did know this. Yeah, no, you've told yeah. me this before because, yeah, you like it that um, the Chaos can batter you if you get the mod on. Yeah, you've told exactly. me this and I, Yeah, and I literally now have realized I can walk through the five times more difficult one without them burning a town. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, even on my laptop, the next one up is 25 times. And if I do that, it conjures 75 banners and crashes the game immediately. So... I now have no happy medium level I can find in this game that's playable. <laughs> oh, you fuck then. Yeah, it might be back to RimWorld until Warhammer 3, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but that won't be long, Pete. That won't be long now. Well, it's like at least a couple months. But yeah, it'll be a few months, but yeah, it's on its way. It's, yeah, on its, way. it's like one game of RimWorld. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go now, Eddie? Cool, yeah. Um, probably for the best, because I haven't been playing anything. I think this is the first time I haven't got anything to the table, isn't it? I think yeah, it is, yeah. I thought yeah. that when I looked at your section. I was like, oh, yeah, but, but you've been away, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So I've been away for like five of the seven days. Um, <laughs> I uh, I mean, I've been playing. <laughs> I said I haven't been playing. I've been playing a lot of RimWorld. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So that doesn't really count. <laughs> I, I've mixed the Mass Effect mod with the... The ship mod, um, where it makes it means you can have a ship in space and go to different yeah. planets. So uh, it, it's an amazing combination uh, for any of you playing RimWorld. I highly recommend you go check it out. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I've been playing it a lot of it um, because I'm I'm looking forward to this going medieval game that I talked about earlier. I'm I'm really mm. looking forward to it. So I'm I'm kind of because the roadmap. Um, it's quite apparent that it hasn't got some stuff that I would need in the game. I'm just going to wait for those updates to come. So, um, but I have downloaded Conan because uh, Conan Exiles is on Game Pass, isn't it? Yeah, I meant I meant to mention this because I might download that as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, sweet. Yeah, get a little go. multiplayer go on the game. Exactly. Yeah. There you go, oh. Ben. You can get it. Get uh, get that one downloaded, mate. Yeah, I've I've seen I've seen a streamer that I I watch. Um, she's been playing a lot of Conan actually. And this is the thing, though. Ben will be all in for the idea of multiplayering this, and then he'll be the one who doesn't show up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't count on me, guys. Don't count on me. No. That's that's no. that's that's on you. <laughs> I mean, you're the one who pushes everyone to get into this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. you make a fair point. You're recommending <laughs> for other people. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm trying to cost us seven quid, right? So who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing happiness to your life for seven pounds, uh, or a multiple of that number. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right, I've been playing um, Subnautica and Mass Effect like I have the last couple of weeks. So mm. I'm not going to bang on for ages about this, but I just thought I'd give my final thoughts on Subnautica kind of as I approach the end of the game, really. So I actually think that it takes about 25 hours normally to do the game. I've been playing for at least 24, uh, 25 hours. Um, I know <laughs> the um, I know like the main goal of things that i need to do to kind of reach the conclusion of this i think um yeah. but you know it it is a it is a survival game but what i do like about it is that there is a definite point to it because there is this story that very much plays this pivotal role in what you're doing now i don't i haven't as i've said before i haven't played loads of other survival games but this does seem to have a lot more direction definitely more direction than the first subnautica had um which yes. which is really nice um and also like when you're scanning things, if you want to get immersed in this world, you absolutely can. If you can scan everything, you can read everything, you can be all, you can be fucking balls deep in all this shit. You can go all in. Um, yeah. So that it <laughs> was an interesting choice of description. <laughs> it was, especially with the ocean. But um, yeah, so uh, you can. <laughs> Um, that's not a long way into the ocean though when you get right down you're just waist deep at that point <laughs> no no just, do you uh, just go balls deep and then well he can't swim beat can he so, yeah. Yeah. he's actually that's, that's a safety ring in it's all that's he's got an inflatable ring around it that, that's all I'm willing to do <laughs> but, uh, I have um, there, there are a couple of things that with this game I was a little bit not frustrated by but it's just that at the start, you're very much everything kind of arrives on you, and you you get the new tech, and you uh, you know where to go and stuff like that. But then it towards the middle to end, it's like it's like you're waiting for the next trigger of the next story part of the signal, like mm. you, and you're not quite sure how you trigger these things. You obviously have to go to a certain place or see certain things, and you're just waiting for something to happen. Um, yeah. So there have been a couple of occasions where I'm like, well. I have got things to do, but where's my next story beat? Where's my next thing? So is, uh, there an, is there an element of RNG in that? Or is it just that you're not sure where you need I, to go? I don't know, honestly, because it, okay. it seems to be random. It'll just go like, ah, signal has appeared. And you're like, what caused that? Like, I'm <laughs> just eating the base, just pottering around. Like, what has caused that? So I, I don't really know. And there also isn't an indicator where you've, when you've been to a point of interest, I don't, or at least I don't know whether it, signals that you've done the important thing in that place now usually there's not much to do you scan a thing and then that's pretty much it yeah. um but i don't like you're all there's always that part of you where you're like oh, did i get was there a thing that i missed down there especially <laughs> if you haven't got a new signal to go to or a new story beat you're like ah what's triggering what have i what have i not triggered um but you know these are small gripes because the, it, if you just play it like a survival game things happen yeah um, so i am 
very very uh, happy that i i played and i'm still kind of completing this game what i do think is it's an excellent entry point for survival games for people Mm. um the difficulty is very reasonable um and it it gives you that immersion feeling because it is underwater so it makes you feel immersed like it's you know especially because it, quite literally in this yeah, case because it, because everything is around it is that kind of thing because mm. when you put the headphones on or something like that it, the music the music's fantastic as well um but it is and it is an extremely user-friendly kind of crafting system yeah. so that that i do um i do very much kind of celebrate that for the new kind of survival game enthusiast um i did have one crash with it on switch and that was annoying because there's no autosave so if you are playing this game please save frequently else uh, you'll be playing a couple of hours again like i did that made me quite furious but overall very very good game uh highly highly recommend uh and the other one i've been playing is is mass effect uh, the legendary edition now uh, this obviously is no review i know eddie you were playing it a couple of weeks ago um i you know this isn't one to review because there's just fucking, there's a million reviews out there um but i'd love to do a spoiler cast on this when i've done the first one like yeah us talk about it because this this game like how good is the fucking writing and i said this to you in the week Pete. i was oh, like yeah. jesus christ like this is this is the best this is the best i've seen really this yeah. is better than fallout games and uh and elder scrolls games like the characters are so believable and the writing and the choice the choice of dialogue is is so good um especially with the with the upgrade updated graphics the remastering i know it's not fast but that lighting change and stuff it does make it look very very good oh yeah lighting um, is such a huge part in it isn't it like but it, i mean the the combat is dog shite <laughs> driving that mako <laughs> is dog shite but yeah it's mass effect it's one right. and it's 14 years old exactly, exactly. <laughs> jesus <laughs> writing these characters it's it's faultless mm. um, but and I, I yeah i'm far beyond where i was in 2007 when i played this uh it looks great it feels great um the map thing is dated and it bugs me that i have to click start and then go down to map and then click map because you do have to look at that map a fucking lot mm-hmm. um it bugs me that it's not just one button um the issue i had last week with the direction disappeared but uh that's that's fine so that got rectified somehow um but and there isn't any feedback when you shoot an enemy the enemy doesn't like react yeah so, so in later games like obviously you shoot an enemy and the enemy goes like oh fuck i've been shot in this one it's just like wearing it it's just like yeah and then it just dies <laughs> say, yeah fuck yeah give me more give me more i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> but that that's quite that's quite odd. but but the one thing that i did want to pose to you guys is if let's just say mass effect one if that got released in this legendary, how it looks in the legendary edition now, as a game right now, and nobody had ever heard of Mass Effect, if it was just wiped from everyone's mem- memory, and people played this, do you think it would still get incredible scores? Because I, I think, from what I've experienced so far, the writing and the characters in this, it just far outweighs any flaws in like the dog shiteness of the combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I, I completely agree. I think you look at Bioware's track record... Um, with like Knights of the Old Republic, etc., and yeah, they're just they're brilliant at this side of it. And Mass Effect, it really came out because it was their own IP, it yeah. was their own thing, and they went to town. And I mean, 
I don't really. I find it a bit strange having someone telling me how good Mass Effect is after the amount of times on the show I've been the uh, the defender of it. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a fantastic game, and I think no matter when it was released, it was going to do well. What the yeah, fuck is driving that Mako though? What the fuck is? Oh that? yeah, I know that was that was garbage, but and it, I'm glad they got rid of some of it. But yeah, just <laughs> so fucking shit. Um, yeah, it did that. give you a good sense of freedom back then, though. Like that was the cool thing was just like roaming around in it but nowadays my god i can't even imagine yeah yeah it doesn't doesn't hold up well but um yeah i i'm i'm really pleased to be playing this i mean like i said when i do this first one we should do a little spoiler cast on this one because it'd be great to talk especially with because i don't know what happens in the next ones mm. that would be really good to, to talk about but uh yeah the legendary edition if you haven't played the mass effect games like i mean i played a little bit the first one but i didn't remember anything um <laughs> But if you haven't played them, like this is the way to play them. Um, and you could say, well, 50 quid or 45 quid, whatever it is, when they are on Game Pass individually. Yeah. And I'd, I'd say fair play if you wanted to just play them on Game Pass. But um, it does look great. The, yeah. the Legendary Edition does look great. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend. Good. Awesome. Right. Now it's time for the uh, the feature of the week. Um, mm. I think yeah. So this week we we just a shit ton shit tons of announcements didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They're they're really getting into E3 season. <laughs> they mm. they're building up nicely. So um, the first uh, first one on the old list here is um, the Sony State of Play that happened with the Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, mm. God, that feels like a while ago now, but it was only Thursday, wasn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, it was a week ago, wasn't it? No. Yeah, just last Thursday. Last yeah. Thursday. Yeah. So it, it was. Uh, what do you think of it? Like it looked. It looked decent. I mean, I yeah, I think it, I was really impressed actually. To be honest, um, I think it looks great. The, I mean, gameplay itself. It's always hard to judge until you play it because, as we've seen with things like Cyberpunk, it could just be one of the better moments of the game that they get you playing through. But mm. yeah, it looks yeah. gorgeous. Never um, trust a game dev after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it's the same as movie trailers. You know, you get those amazing trailers, and then you see the film, and you're like, oh, that was that was literally it. Yeah. That was that was the film? Okay, right. That's that sucks. Um, but no, I mean, I thought it looked interesting. The voice acting looks really good from what I saw there. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the boss fight looks sick. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. And uh, yeah. The moves are well. The combat looks incredibly flowing as well, which is always a good sign. Yeah. So I, th- I like I initially when when it came on, I thought, okay, this looks it. Everything just looked a bit brighter. I thought, okay, that this doesn't look that much. It looks mm. better, but uh, let's let's uh, let's reserve thoughts. Let's have a look. And then as it went through, I thought, okay, well, this looks like much the same. Some different kind of uh, kind of monster type things it's like okay different machines mm. but but then as it progressed so when they showed her going underwater and that yeah. was a lovely feature like mm. finally finally another game that goes uh uh yeah, you, you, well it, it says <laughs> you don't have to worry about a time limit underwater you they just give yes. you a device so you can breathe underwater thank you mm. um so it, like that was nice that you could go on underwater um then they showed the the build up to the the boss fight mm. and how you could traverse the land that was yeah. good the one thing i'd say is that one of the things that held back the last horizon was that it didn't didn't allow you to climb everything it was all mm. it, and and this one it kind of showed 
you could scan yeah. the environment and see what you could climb but it wasn't everything it wasn't yeah everything. there were just noticeable points mm. that you i know that, that mm. kind of like that i think that was the thing that was missing last time because the one thing last time with horizon and what turned off a lot of people at the time when it came out was breath of the wild mm. so breath of the wild was very much a you can climb anything anywhere get to any place you, yeah. you imagine doing mm. but horizon it's like oh there's a little ledge there and i'm trying to get out of the river and I can't get up this 10 centimeter ledge because mm. it won't let me get out. Um, <laughs> like it was that type of thing. So, and I, I, I was wondering to see how they kind of overcome that. Um, they did, they did have the kind of glider, like the Zelda glider. Oh, you, you mean yeah. the laser umbrella? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was a, I mean, it looks like a cool mechanic, but that was a weird thing to suggest. I mean, it's, exist. I mean, it's just stolen from breath of the wild yeah uh, so which is fine like games or loads of games are doing that now I'm, I'm pretty sure lots of games have done hang gliding which is essentially all it is anyway like yeah i mean <laughs> yeah the, the, the whole glider thing is becoming quite popular um but then when they did that boss fight and then well, you know when she glides in and you like just it, it just misses you as you like glide onto the floor and stuff at that moment i i actually let out a whoa like that was the one part when i was like okay this is actually really good. This is actually next level now. Um, I didn't think it was actually up to much before that. I thought these are nice environments, but essentially this is Horizon. Um, mm. But at that point, I was like, okay, shit, I want to play Horizon again. Like, <laughs> that, I thought that was Sony's hold my beer moment. And I was yeah. just like, okay, now, now we show them. And I think it went down really quite well. Yeah, and I mean, I think it should have. Yeah, the, the fight looked great um the boss fight in particular yeah and i mean obviously it's great fun seeing a robotic woolly mammoth in a fight like that's <laughs> that's that's amazing on its own i thought knocking weapons off them was a cool touch as well yeah that um, was cool. yeah that looked interesting um yeah i mean my only irritation actually with the whole thing was the names and i know this is a, i know they're both characters in the first one aren't they but yes they are yeah. like firstly her name is alloy which alloy yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just alloy <laughs> with one less letter. Like, no, no, literally, literally, you're in a world with robotic creatures. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. And then her best mate, Errand, who she yeah, literally yeah. sent on an errand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they were, yeah, they were reaching a long way for the yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not far. It's if not, not falling a long, long way from the tree. Yeah, that's fine. If you don't yeah. met her friend, shopkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same as, like, do you remember there was that, um, the film Aragon? And you were just oh, like, all yeah. oh, right, so you, so you made something about dragons and what's it called? Aragon. <laughs> so you moved one letter down the alphabet and thought that was creative enough for you. Like, <laughs> that's how far you were willing to push this. Whereas these guys just seem to go, yeah, let's just cut one letter off whatever their main task is. Oh, yeah, cool. That's all good. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't have time to come up with names, Pete. Yeah. Come so on. So it'd be shot pepper, Eddie. Well, Pete, that's already, that's already happened. That's already happened. That's, <laughs> that's already happened from the last game. That's, that's already yeah, logged in. Um, it was just an, a little reminder where you went, oh, come on, guys. Like, but, but I did, I did like, I liked the new weapons. I liked that she's got a grapple hook now. Yeah. that's cool like the the land traversal seems to be good uh it just seems now obviously this whole section we don't know whether this is in the game because this seemed a bit scripted didn't it and it the first one wasn't the first one wasn't like that the first one is not scripted mm. um so i i imagine this was just for presentational kind of purposes but yeah, just to it, show the engine yeah yeah be interesting yeah. to see how how it ends up but um no no release date yeah that's true yeah 
No release dates. Yeah. Have we got any? I've got a theory around that one. Um, that I think uh, Nintendo will put out Breath of the Wild's release date, Breath of the Wild 2, um, yeah. at E3. And Sony don't want to make the same mistake they made last time. <laughs> Fair. They released at the same time last time and it got absolutely blitzed. Mm, so, yeah. um, and I think they just want to be clear. And I think they don't want to come up uh, against it. Now, ultimately, they are in a different market, a different space. Yeah. But what you get in the Christmas market or something will be somebody buying a game for someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they now they're definitely not going to get left behind because now Horizon's one of its biggest IPs, one of PlayStation's yeah. biggest IPs. So uh, I can't imagine they're too they're not fearful of it, but I just I just think they've probably got one eye on the competition there. Yeah, uh, I mean it's I mean I think it's coming for Christmas shortly. Like I don't know, like mm. because they haven't set a release date, there is that possibility mm. that it's 2022. That is true, and it might be they're being cagey because they want to see if they have to delay what they were hoping for. It could um, be, yeah. Because I mean, they, as we'll as we'll see for another game in here, there were there has been some flip flopping on release dates lately. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And what Sony don't want to do is push things back further. I mean, they had to, albeit by month, they pushed Returnal back. Um, mm. Ratchet and Clank was a lot further down the line. It's coming out this month um, compared to what people thought it was going to be. I've also um, realised, by the way, sorry to cut you off there, Ben, but you haven't told us if you've completed Returnal yet. No, I haven't mm. completed yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still playing it. I'm still okay, playing it. Okay. But um, it's very difficult. Fair. That's why you've kept it quiet. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, but I'm still playing <laughs> it. I'm still playing it. Um, you'll, when I complete it, you'll know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I Why'd look forward to that update it? in early to late 2022. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just hard, man. Um, and then for the next six months, he'll say you're not a real gamer until you complete it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. play the hard games, guys. You've got to yeah. play real, real games. Mm. Yeah. Once I've completed mm. it, I can talk like that. But until that point, you can be a real gamer and not complete it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, Sony, Sony have had to push back a lot of things. And they have fallen. And I think um, there's also the question that Sony probably don't want to release it. They, they might be keeping an eye on how many PlayStation 5s are getting out there. Now, I know I know sales are doing well, but we've discussed this, that they may be in scalpers' hands. They, they A lot of people haven't got them in their hands. Maybe Sony want, I don't know, 10 million out there before mm. Horizon comes out. Like, they want to have that big, impactful... Because they also know that if you've got a PlayStation 5, probably the percentage of you buying... Uh, percentage likelihood of you buying Horizon is probably fucking high right now yeah. because there's no games. So, <laughs> so they really want to maximise that. So maybe they're waiting to see shipments and what can what they can do in the next few months. Who knows? Mm. Or maybe they want to do a big uh, release date in their E3 esque presentation that they'll no doubt do in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, mm. So a lot of different theories there. Did you see that controversy over Aloy's face this week? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, how stupid yeah. is that? How stupid people, people being people. Ridiculous. I mean, some of the memes it spawned are quite funny, but yeah. it, it is absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? Like, I never, never when I was watching that at all did I think 
Oh, Aloy looks a bit different. Aloy looks... Yeah, <laughs> she's a little bit... Aloy looks like she's part of the pounds. Like, Aloy oh. is not looking... Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I, I, beyond that, though, there are people literally saying like she's really ugly now, and it's... Uh, oh, it's just stupid. Like, like yeah, it's a it's campaign awkward, to do that. Yeah, and you're there just... like, firstly, who are you to make the judgment? Yeah. And secondly, you're talking about a woman who probably hasn't showered in her yeah. entire life. Yes. Like... <laughs> And uh, yeah, and this whole like this whole thing about like yeah, th- how she's supposed to look. She's literally in like a survival world. <laughs> yeah, if any, yes. if in that universe she's doing brilliantly because most people are going to be mostly scarred by that point. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a ridiculous thing, and it's like, oh, it's they, breaking they, they my should, realism. They should so, let her lift up her arm and see her armpit. Just take a look at any man in that game as well, and realize that she doesn't need to groom. <laughs> so the, the, pretty pretty much um if, if you haven't seen the controversy all that all that people did but took screenshots of like the older game the original game and and up close versions of during this presentation and i think it was probably camera stuff as well like it's all like how the lenses are panning and stuff yeah but and it they just zoomed in and and there was some unflattering kind of angles for aloy's face that was pretty much it wasn't it but people yeah, people really blew it up it. And that's yeah. it's the internet, the power of the internet is well, these days. Everyone yeah, wants to hate on something. Yeah, and it's then you get the fans coming back with like, this is how I design her. And it's like, right, so oh, yeah. she's in the ruins of San Francisco and she has makeup access. Yeah. Like, oh my God, yeah. Like, I don't quite get where you came when, across that. When fans like do this and then come up with that, yeah, how, how she should look. Sorry, you've picked the most stereotypical. Like, this yeah, is this yeah. is in this is in the future, but time gone backwards, you know. This yeah. is not this is not <laughs> i mean maybe maybe they'll get to a point where she raids lush shops that used to exist in order to make, maintain her appearance appearance like, yeah, but uh, even then she wouldn't know what the fuck to do with the makeup <laughs> yeah exactly and nor should um, she yeah gets a tutorial from one of the raptors like, yeah. <laughs> this is how you do the correct eyeshadow god yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I, i'm really excited for this game though it's gonna be fucking great yeah i mean it's another one of those that makes you go like i want to get that console but it is, yes, it is. It's, it's a console also, seller. Yeah. It's also one of those games that you know is not going to be bad. I know. Mm. Let's not talk about Cyberpunk. But... It wasn't bad. It was great. <laughs> yeah, you had a PC I, I, or actually, a console. Actually, I, I quite liked it. But um, <laughs> but it's also one of those games that it, it won't be because it's also the um because it's released by a Microsoft or a Sony mm. like published or or a Nintendo. You know, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. they're not yeah. going to release it in a bad state and yeah i can't wait for this game um but the the next one on the list for the that presentation this week was far cry 6 mm-hmm. um i imagine you guys are probably more excited than i was about this but what do you what do you guys think about this cautiously excited because far cry 5 um <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean i don't know i quite like it i mean it's i like the return to the tropical setting um, which is one of the hallmarks of the earlier ones, um, <laughs> particularly, obviously, three. Um, I think that looks good. I'd I like the the setting in general, like going with a, we're clearly not talking about Cuba, but look, it's Cuba um, yeah. situation. All of it is suits me down to the ground. And Giancarlo Esposito is the villain. Yeah, you've done that well. Like, that's a good choice. Yeah, uh, I... Um... 
ages ago when I first saw this coming out, I, I was really excited because they, they really fucked up on the Far Cry um, franchise from from Primal, which it, it, you kind of let let them off that because it was like a spin off and they were trying something new. Yeah. And you went, fair enough, you know, you, you you did that, you fucked it, but let's get back to what you're good at. And then they decided to go to America, which straight away I went. This is going to be a mistake. This is going to be mm. shit. Why are they doing this? Um, there's no Rural escapism Montana. and all that. Exactly. Yeah. And you just felt like, like us from not America, we just felt like, okay, is this just a big uh, sucking dick contest for this? I mean, <laughs> it really pissed me off. And then I was like, well, at least, you know, at least the, the baddie will be a big scary. No, he's an absolute whiny little bitch. Yeah. Um, so they completely, utterly fucked it. And I, I, I think I was the biggest... Uh, biggest critic of that game and obviously primal and it was really really disappointing and i kind of thought that's dead to me now but they've exactly what peter they, they've gone back to their roots they've gone for the the kind of setting that we can all get immersed in we can all like kind of put ourselves in oh maybe if i went on a holiday this could happen and then the one thing i mean who was it vas on three yeah. um pagan min on four fucking incredible i, I yeah. reckon those are the best characters in in all my uh, games that i've played that my favorite <laughs> characters so to bring someone who i love from um breaking bad mm. and well he's in a good movie he's well. in he's in the boys he's in so many things and he's always yeah. that smooth as hell villain and it exactly. works so well Exactly, and it's one of those that you love to hate. Like, the thing about Vass and Pagan Min, I love to hate them. Like, mm. I thought Pagan Min was so fucking cool. Yeah. That he's I even Mandalorian. Let him live again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in so many stuff, yeah. Exactly, so he's one of those that you just... He, every scene he's going to be in, you're going to be like, that was fucking cool. So I I, I, I think this game could be amazing. But, also, but, his, his but, character modelling is amazing as well. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah, doesn't that's it? great, doesn't it? Yeah. But wouldn't you say, like... That some of the the scenes where you know they're walking on a on a hilltop, it looks fucking gorgeous. It yeah. looks stunning, doesn't it? Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, it's and I do think it's an almost perfect setting because, yeah. Again, the Cuba analogy is that caught in the fifties type imagery mm. works really well. So you've got those classic old cars, and then mm. you're customizing them like you do in Far Cry. It's like okay, yeah, yeah, this is this is gonna be cool. This will work really nicely. But- yeah, I, I I was turned off by this setting at the start, to be honest. Um, I I what I did like in the trailers and and the the reveal was the the narrative, the the characters, mm. and everything they're presenting there. The actual setting, I mean, to me, it looked very Far Cry like yeah. the earlier Far Cries. Mm. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't, I don't really know what to expect, but it looked quite generic. But then as the reveal went on and as the trailer went on it looked less generic and mm. towards the end i was thinking okay customizable weapons seem very very good there seems to be loads you can do there customizable cars that the that backpacks seems, the yeah backpacks it, is a it, cool it, touch it seemed and and if anything it didn't it didn't have that ubisoft vibe you yes. know like the yeah. million mm. things on a map all mm. the towers everywhere <laughs> Like yeah. it didn't have that. I don't. Well, now we don't know. Obviously, but no. It had yeah. more of a GTA meets Wolfenstein vibe. Nice. Yeah. This kind of like mm. the, definitely that GTA, but the Wolfenstein in terms of like blowing up everything, just fucking and and actually good first person combat mm. kind of thing. Um, um, 
I, I reckon they might get they they might change because they got a lot of stick about their tower system. I mean, it, yeah. it's like it's like a running joke with them now. Like yes. climb a tower and you get to see everything. Um, but but having said that, with what you said, they don't want to they don't want to go into the just cause route do they 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 can't mix those lines now that's so. a very good comparison actually like you're right they don't want to go down that route and that's what you risk going down yes with all these customizations and the the mm. blowing everything up and doing these in weird ways that's the yeah. you you risk going down that route don't you yeah yeah that yeah. kind of just cause four kind of route now yeah to to highlight on the narrative again ben because you made a good point there the i, I kind of had a, a sort of divided response on that because i'm a sucker for revolution i think it's an awesome story setting because you can just have everything go nuts mm-hmm. um and obviously that is a really good starting point but then there was a little idea that there was revenge thrown in there and i just go at that point that annoys me because revolution is a good enough motivator for anyone surely like most of the people who get involved in that are doing it for personal freedom or whatever else Mm. Throwing throwing revenge on into that is just kind of worth a hat on a hat. Like you had to kill the guy anyway. I mean, <laughs> what what was the point of adding that in? And it's just it's done in everything. Like it's the entire plot of The Last of Us Two is two sets of revenge for one. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I get so it. It's, it's something done. It's something done to death. But it's something easily worked in to make yeah. it that little bit more, like like the person playing it maybe a bit more invested in the characters yeah I you, suppose. You, you might have different routes as well pete so like in in far cry the pagan Mim one y- mm. you were kind of fighting the revolution but it was quite well the way they did it you could choose the the kind of really aggressive way or you could choose the other the bloke who was actually really friendly and nice so that mm. that could be a reason we, we don't know that that could be they could have brought that in because maybe you don't want to cause the revolution at the end you know yeah, you, ne- and- you never know well, I mean, there is also the side side thing of like it, revenge can be good in games, even when it's played over. If it's done after the start of the game, you know what I mean? Where mm. you come mm. into it, you get attached to someone and then they get killed and you go, oh, fuck you, dude. I'm yeah. going to deal mm, with you. Yeah. Where it's when mm. it comes in, it's like, ah, they killed your parents 20 years ago. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. No, I get what you. <laughs> yes. And that's why something like The Last of Us worked better, because. Mm. That the motivations become clear and apparent <laughs> as the storyline is revealed. Exactly. So it is a lot of it's about delivery, but that always does give me like a ah uh, revenge. I mean, yeah, you know, it could it could be good, it could be bad. But uh, revolution, uh, phenomenal. As as open world games go for the later ones that are touted, to, these the ones that we know of that are coming out. This does look like one of the more hyped and and better ones because mm. also it has been. It's been delayed, hasn't it, to to this, this time? Is, this is what I mean. This was meant to be out last year. Yeah. It was then meant to be coming out early this year. Then they pushed it but said, oh, no, it will definitely be out by September. And now yeah. it's October 7th. And I love that. And I love that because, <laughs> because also once you start delaying a game once – people forget look at halo for fuck's sake like mm. does anybody really care that halo got delayed no no like I, we just we just know it's going to be it's going to be a year's worth of better game yeah and that's i think as well as that it's the increment you put on it like if you turn around and say it's delayed by two weeks people get really pissy yes. If you say yeah it's not coming until next year so that's what happens cyberpunk was delayed by like three weeks wasn't it? exactly yeah and yeah. that really annoys people because and they delayed it very late so that you had that. Do you remember we talked about the situation with the guy who booked days off work? Yes. Like yes. people yeah. aren't booking days off work for Halo yet. 
Like, and they're not doing it for Far Cry <laughs> you never 6. Know. Either. <laughs> yeah, if someone's yeah. queued up January 2022 for Halo Infinite, then that's on them. Like, <laughs> really yeah. optimistic. Um, you know, yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, again, it's how it's done, isn't it? If you push it a short amount at the last minute, you're going to piss people off if you do it. Sorry, we'll see you in 2026, Elvis, yeah. for instance. Yeah. Um, then you're more inclined to just go oh well forget about it for now they've handled they've handled this very well i think with far cry um and they they let the dust settle and all their other games because they released about three open world rpgs last year as well so yeah in in like a week and a half two weeks yeah (laughs) i mean so that they they've dealt with this well i think um Mm. you know i haven't played a far cry since primal Mm. um with good reason understandably yeah yeah. oh my god I, i remember getting primal on my xbox and we talk about cyberpunk being a disaster primal <laughs> is a fucking disaster like the oh. frame rate on that was it was disgusting like it was like it was barely playable the frame rate it the, the frame rate ran at like a steady 20 yeah it yeah. was awful like the stuttering was constant i at the time i was like i remember like looking up being like is this allowed is this, <laughs> is this, is yeah, this have i got a broken game because <laughs> You've re- this isn't okay, but now it's just commonplace. Uh, also, as, as we're comparing games like this, no one even talks about Anthem anymore. That's how bad that was. <laughs> well, yeah, no one Anthem, even mentions Anthem. Well, Anthem's now been officially scrapped, doesn't it? Like, yeah, whole, exactly. But everyone I mean, just pretends it never happened and moves on. Like, well, yeah, Bioware <laughs> just moving on to it was Bioware, wasn't it? They're just moving on to the new Mass Effect game. Yeah. Was it Bioware? Yeah, it probably was. I think it was Bioware. I don't think I'm... Yeah, Bioware through AA, wasn't it? Yep. And there was a new Mass Effect announced, right? Yes. Although they haven't given us a title or anything else. They've just said, there's another one. And showed a trailer of Liara, which means it's Shepard's generation. Yes, yes. Perfect, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which should be cool, to be fair. Yeah, so they're just forgetting Andromeda existed. Yeah. Yeah. But But anyway, anyway, on Far Cry, I think the key thing for me as we've all made abundantly clear there is we're all just praying this isn't far cry 5 or primal like yes and there's enough the, there to make you believe right i like, think the setting separates it from five mm, at least yeah there's something about this uh, that brings it home to like the far cry 2 game uh, like the mm. setting the whole like kind of like even just like the color and everything how yeah. it looks how it feels yeah um I, I, it'll probably be good i i, I probably won't get it day one or anything but uh, i say that now i will obviously but, yeah, you'll, you'll have pre-ordered it by the time we get to this point in the year um, i am interested to see what how this goes though yeah i mean i don't think it's a day one for me but i will definitely pick it up if any reviews look good mm. yeah i think this is it a day one for you eddie yeah you know this franchise this um and bethesda stuff have, have been the only mm. ones that i have day one it but but because of the last two two no yeah. it will not be day one i will wait for reviews um and i'll i'll do my own research before buying it fair enough before mm-hmm. we move on though did you guys see the the backlash against this one as well because uh yes the political stuff yeah yeah oh, a bunch, right, a bunch yeah, of people coming sake. back having a go about um that and then the creator had to come back and say, no, of course it's political. It's a game about a revolution. Yeah. So he but, said originally he was asked, is it political uh, about Cuba? And he said, it's not a political statement directly specifically on Cuba. Mm, he basically yeah, just yeah. like, you know, it, it, this is a fictional place and this isn't Cuba. We're not making a direct 
but obviously it's political because the game in within its own sphere is political yeah. um far cry always has been pretty much, yeah so. and it's, it's <laughs> yeah. stupid that they have to make statements about this and it's i find it stupid as well that people are always looking for allegory in these things like yes you don't need that it it's inspired by the setting it's inspired by the history of it that's all you need and if you want a medium to explore it in games as an art form lets you do that yeah Mm. and you get to see things in a different way so and that's what far cry at its best for it makes you look at moral conundrums for one thing in a completely different way so honestly i think it's just people looking to trip people up yeah like and shout into the void people people (laughs) inherently a lot of people just twats yeah and they're just (laughs) jesus can we we put that as our tagline on twitter (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people inherently are just twats and they look to trip people up and anything anybody says which could be construed as then he has to come out and clarify and use his words like he uses very specific words in this in the interview that he gave it was probably in a magazine or something and he he probably gave written responses and like they've been vetted and and he chose very specific and then people just jump on stuff and it's just like Oh mate, come there were on, several man. thousand pounds worth of work hours in one meeting room to come up with yeah. this statement. <laughs> exactly, and he would have been, and even if it were like delivered in person, he would have been given the questions in advance. Everything would have been vetted. Like it's just, it's just ridiculous. People oh, just, God, yeah. I just hate people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! And he does our socials. <laughs> yeah, that's our PR rep, guys. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the forward-facing face of the company. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're doing so well on the Twitter, guys. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, should we move on from Far Cry then? Should we move I... on to? We are good to move on. Or I, think so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, the next one is Dying Light Two. Mm. Um, we talk about games being delayed. Uh, <laughs> this one's been delayed the hell out of in its time, I think. Um, but this is looking good. <laughs> like I'm a sucker for a zombie game. I mm. really, really am. Um, unless there was samurai. Yeah, unless, unless, yeah, sure. If you incorporate samurais in zombies, then you've lost <laughs> me. Um, I actually reckon buy back into it as long as the zombies were the dominant force. He's killed the samurais. <laughs> Are you going to be on the side of the zombies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Immediately turn so that he can join the side. Um, I, I'm sure you could get a katana in Dying Light 1. Um, but uh, th- th- this game looks good. It's been delayed a lot. Um, it's It looks an evolution from the first one. Uh, there's definitely uh, impacts on the world that you make throughout and all this kind of stuff. It looks fantastic. However, these games usually fall, da- fall down in their kind of generic character you know yeah. you have different factions you go from faction to faction and it's not like it's not engaging enough mm. and i think that's where this type of game could fall down um mm. it's unfair to say that it will but it, it it ticks all the boxes from what they showed um i thought the first game was good for what i played and then it got a little bit too intense for me so i stopped <laughs> um but yeah i i i love a zombie game um and this is this is right on the street anybody else watch the um footage on this one yeah yeah i did um i don't know i mean zombies are even more played out than revenge for me which is yeah you're not a big fan of zombies are you i I just find i mean anything undead i just find incredibly boring 
it's like it just it's been done so often that's yeah but that said it does look really cool um and i actually even like the factions that were laid out in it although it was yeah. quite clearly lawful good chaotic neutral and then lawful evil wasn't it like yeah. <laughs> the three things some people you just can't negotiate with as he hacks off someone's head with a chainsaw. It's like, yeah, I don't think I'd be trying to negotiate with that dude. Like, <laughs> definitely not aiming to if I meet him. Um, I like that. I like the obvious storyline setup with the mention of the Night Runners. Um, that was quite a cool little touch. And mm-hmm. yeah, that could be interesting to see how it pans out. I think the setting looks decent. Um, my, I did have the slight issue though of it going like you've got this insane parkour skill to get around which don't get me wrong looks gorgeous in terms of how you're moving but how are you meant to have learned parkour in this city because well, yeah it's any was, slip and you're dead yeah that like, was the dying that was the dying light um usp wasn't it from the yeah. first one but you're right like yeah you're not going to practice that oh i sprained my ankle so now i'm dead like how do you learn to drop off a two-story building in a place where any minor injury and you're fucked yeah, especially <laughs> this is 15 years or something after the apocalypse, so it's not like you had these skills going into the apocalypse. Yeah, uh, you know, but I mean, other than other than that, like, side note in my brain is going like, what the hell? I think, yeah, it looks very promising. Yeah, I mm. I, I, I really like the look of it. Um, but well, uh, I mean, the, yeah. the first one, the first one on paper looked great, but it mm. wasn't good. It, it had a hell of a trailer as well, didn't it? The first and, one. Yeah. and the first one as well was supported to hell. Like the developers mm-hmm. supported it so much. Like it, it, streamers loved the game. Um, like I said, it, I, I I really enjoyed what I played, and then I just it just got a little bit intense for me. Um, I'm I'm the guy that loves. I I really. Did you get too scared and have to give up? Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Now, I just wanted to okay. clarify the meaning of intense. Yes, intense. Yeah, I'm glad listeners. he admitted yeah. that immediately as well. It got intense. It got intense. Mm, um, yeah. And I just thought I don't need this right now. Mm. <laughs> I um I didn't like the map. I thought the map was kind of small or it felt small. The problem with these parkour things is. Mm. I think we've said it. I think Ben. I think you said it with the Assassin's Creed. Is it? You think it's great, and then after five minutes of literally just pressing in one direction, yeah. and you kind of jump in, and it feels. I I think I would prefer like a Fallout Four movement, literally having to physically jump yourself. I think I'd get more reward from fucking doing that than literally <laughs> moving towards a plank of wood and me skitting up it. I I have a. I don't know. I, I I just really hope it looks stunning. It really looks fantastic. But I thought the first one looked fantastic, and I was so disappointed. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm holding I, my judgment for this one. I kind of hope they're integrating the Parker into combat in a way that you can do some oh, sick looking. I've moves. seen that. Yeah. Seen the combat looks that's great. What, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm they, really they've really upgraded that. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm they, really hoping that really is as good that. as it looks. Yeah, well, the first game really took it took off because um, I think uh, like because people used to play that on stream, just like co-op. I think yeah. it was co-op Dying Light, and it's just people used to fucking love that. And this, when they showed some of the stuff you could do, it's like, yes, this looks great. Mm. Like, um, yeah, uh, it looks really impressive. Yeah. Um, I just hope that it story-wise, because this game will will do well if the narrative and the story actually holds up yeah. but it, like you say it's the generic faction stuff <laughs> that it can fall down on because it makes everything unbelievable and less personal and mm. all that kind of stuff um so we'll see how it well, plans out but that's yeah. just that's the 7th of december 
yeah, um, I guess we'll we'll find out then if it's worth it because you all have already bought it. So me and Eddie yeah. can listen to your review. Yeah, that's and, it, all yeah. and it's yeah, a Christmas game. And it's a Christmas game. Exactly. So, yeah, lovely. Um, <laughs> the the last big announcement of the the week uh, was that this you know the new Pokemon Arceus game, the one that is like the open world. Yeah, RPG uh, kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, the one that was like the Pokemon in the wild. You go around, you're literally fucking lobbing balls at them. It's like yeah. a pre- it's like a Pokemon prequel. Yeah. Um, so that was it's got they've set a release date for the 28th of January, uh, mm. 2022. So they originally said 2022, um, mm. and they've now said January. And you know what? Again, this is another instance of people having to complain about something. <laughs> so now, so now it's not oh you've delayed our game. Oh they're bringing it out too early. People are too saying, early. Bringing too the early. game out too early because do you remember we saw it? We talked about it on the pod, like the the Arceus presentation they did. Yeah. And yes, it looked rough. <laughs> yes, it looked awful. Frames were being dropped in a presentation that you're showing to millions of people. You're dropping mm. frames left, right, and center, and it looked rough as rats. Uh, a little bit dog shite. But you've got to appreciate that the latest Pokemon game, Sword and Shield, didn't exactly. Uh, look beautiful um <laughs> but this is their app this seems to be the most ambitious game yet so but people are going look your game looks shit how can eight months later you be releasing it but people don't like the, the build that we were shown in that presentation before that may have mm. been six months nine months a year old yeah like you just you just don't know what they're working with and i'm sure we'll get further reveals but yeah there's a backlash about that you release it because um the um diamond and pearl remakes are being released i think in november yeah. so people are kicking off that you're getting get that game in november and then you're getting another game in january mm. what 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 is wrong with people yeah and i mean the other the I other bit today, he's not wrong though eddie but the other bit that people seem to be forgetting here is it's going to be on switch so it's going to look like garbage anyway yeah don't worry about it <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you worried switch about that? you're gonna be having it on a switch pro it'll look fucking glorious on that surely <laughs> get that 720p uh oled screen oh i'll be fucking diamond <laughs> that's that's why they're worried actually if it was on the original switch no one would notice yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I just don't understand people but it, anyway that that's got a release date and that's cool because i i'm really looking forward to that one um proper uh, now what i've got a sneaky suspicion about this game I just, i'll say this now that that trailer that they did for pokemon arceus and people read into that like oh it's a fully open world pokemon game um it's that pokemon of the wild they're fighting in the wild it's not like a turn-based thing it's like fighting I think this game may be a dr- dramatic disappointment and yeah. ab- absolutely not what that trailer was showing. Mm. I I think that maybe it may be a hell of a lot simpler and just literally not what everybody thinks it's what everyone's built it to be. Well, but not- this, this was the th- I don't think it, it gave me those ideas that people seem to be jumping on. I know. And I, I'm glad you said that because I also had those like if i just watched that trailer by myself mm. and did then watch everyone else's reaction i would have been like oh that's an interesting looking game but it looked to me like but it could just be like a shitty side game or something well it's still honestly yeah. even the combat because I, I watched this again after realizing we we're going to talk about it just to refresh yeah. even the combat still looks turn-based to me i'll be honest yeah it looks like turn-based heavy. Yeah, it looks like turn-based in the field doesn't it yeah it's just the fact that it's you're not switching to a battle screen anymore 
Yes. That's the change. Like that's the the bit. I don't think there's any more to it than that. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love it if you walked into the first grassy field and got swarmed by 50 Rattata and were just eaten. Like, that would yeah. be an amazing twist on Pokemon. Mm. But I just don't think that's what we're looking at. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm not sure. And but the problem is I, I have heard people who supposedly are in the know talk about this and they say like, oh, yes, it's their most ambitious Pokemon yet. Mm. And they've got their A team on this and they've got their B team doing uh, or they outsourced Diamond and Pearl to mm. some other people because they wanted their a team to focus on arceus <laughs> yeah it's like okay well that's fine you're saying that but I, I have a sneaky suspicion that this is just not what anybody thinks yeah and that's why they're releasing it so close to diamond and pearl because it's just literally not because otherwise <laughs> diamond and pearl is going to sell loads mm. why wouldn't you release this june six next months year? apart yeah yeah like, why are you doing that? Mm. Uh, so I'm not hating on it coming early. I want it as early as possible. Mm. But I just, I reckon, I reckon this is just not what people think it's going to be. Well, I would, well, I would I'm encourage. They've, sorry, on, I, I'm, I'm surprised um, they've set the release date so far away. Why have they done that? Like, because mm. did you say the day as well? Yeah, twenty eighth of January. Oh, you're saying like why? Why wouldn't they just wait and then say it nearer the time? I mean, either wait or just nearer the time, or or even just say like January or, or the beginning of the year. Like, yeah. why have they set a date to let people down? See, I think they well? I think they said early 2022 last time. I think the last yeah. we heard it was like early 2022. But you but you're yeah. right. Like, why have they said it? What well, what it's, motivation? It's E3 season. It's E3 season. Uh, so you expect uh, all this stuff. Yeah, but like, again, 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 why aren't you doing that in like a presentation maybe they're not maybe poker maybe the pokemon company are not doing presentation or maybe they're going to drop a much improved trailer whoa who knows e3 is a wild card like who knows what's going to happen around then yeah um disappointed when i see e3 now yeah, yeah and there's going to be and absolutely nothing there absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no, no new switch no anything yeah no no presentations from any of them because they just can't be bothered anymore no yeah, release yeah. date for horizon sony <laughs> sony won't even do a presentation yeah, exactly like <laughs> they're not they're not e3 but they just go like nah let's just sack off presentations altogether <laughs> yeah that said though with e3 upcoming didn't it wasn't it you were saying the other day ben that everything's free online yes i Is think that correct um, yeah, I think it is. So I, I checked to see whether there was any paywalls or anything, um, and it doesn't seem to be any paywalls at all. You can watch every cons, uh, every um, conference online um, awesome. for free. So, yeah, I think uh, it's it's same old, same old in terms of us catching up with E3. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching all of them. I, I love it. Like I, I love a, um, I love hearing Microsoft just say world premiere. Mm. about 25,000 times for <laughs> games <laughs> games that then appear to be their own game but they're not because they're also on PlayStation but it's just that they're being shown at the Xbox event yeah, exactly yeah it's got all, it's got all the pomp and ceremony of our new releases section but with also yeah. the same amount of content <laughs> that, but it's because that Sony aren't even at E3 so yeah. so every time they world premiere yeah, no one else is showing it here it's all yeah. good yeah by the way this is on every console <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I yeah a few days now it's gonna mm. be big uh but yeah, they're the they're, they're the big ones. They're the, they're th- it's quite a lot of news this week, but we didn't want to cram that all into the news section. Good to get it. It, it was, and it's it's nice to have some big games getting release dates, even though we've just slagged a 
relatively big game <laughs> off for that. It is nice yeah. to see some more coming because it has felt quite a barren year. And that's yeah, not just call a Pokemon game a big game. A relatively big game. Wow. I didn't say what it was relative to. Well, Eddie, it will <laughs> sell more than your Far Cry game. <laughs> my Far Cry game? It's not your Far Cry game. Look how defensive Ben gets. It will, sell, it will sell maybe eight times more. <laughs> you know what? Make a bet. More like now. seven times, eh, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. Make up numbers. I'll, I'll, I'll bet that. He'll bet it's seven that, pounds. I'll bet maybe. seven pounds that it will sell at least seven times more. <laughs> All right. I'll take that bet. Okay. Fine. There we go. Check back in January 28th, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, we might want to give Ben more than an hour's release to get. <laughs> no, 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 give me a few no, months. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's a long road payoff for our listeners. But, you know, if they want to, uh, if they want to complain that's about that, the best thing is we'll then delay the result of that until it's a suitable time for one of you to win. So, we're really setting ourselves up to fail just like the games. But if they want to get in touch with us about this, Ben, how can they do so? Uh, you can email us at podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk or you can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. Fantastic. But for this week, it's GG. 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 GG.